Welcome to Checkmates Go, Season 2, Episode 12. Distributed denial of service attacks are a common way to disrupt a target, and sometimes it can be kids targeting each other on a video game, but it can be a big business as well. It can impact an entire organization, either by making a particular service unresponsive or filling up a pipe so that nobody can actually use anything. When I had talked with Ashwin Ram, he mentioned that this is something that the incident response team has seen. Our incident response team are telling us that, that we're seeing a massive uptake in DDoS attacks as well. And one of the things that they say that you should be careful of business should be careful of is that DDoS attacks are typically run in parallel with other attacks. So it's really attackers, what they're trying to do is hide another malicious activity in parallel so that the cybersecurity team are focused on the DDoS while the attackers are really trying to get a foot into the network. And so they'll be launching different types of attacks to basically figure out a backdoor onto a corporate network. And again, once they're on the network, then it's really game over unless you've got a really, really well-segmented network. Um, attackers are on your network, and, and that could really wreak havoc now. Curious, I talked with uh, Tim Otis and Ray Shippers from the Checkpoint Incident Response Team about what they were seeing with DDoS. And we start off with Tim talking about what they're seeing. We had a couple weeks worth of spikes in increased DDoS cases on the team. Uh, we saw a couple different things happening. Uh, some script kiddies at home got their hands on some tools that are really, really easy to block can be an effective attack, but pretty pretty much easy to block singular IPs or a couple IPs. Um, we also saw the super super uh, giant DDoS botnet kind of attacks that are scalable, and you know these kind of attacks can start with simple things like sin floods and uh, simple reflected attacks and. And, and ramp up to things like, you know, I'm going to send you a super fragged IP packet and save one of the frags and wait and just send tons of those to your machine. And your machine's going to be sitting in a state waiting for that last fragment to reassemble all the IP packets, uh, things like that. We, it ramps up to that. It, it, the, these attacks also ramp up to um, just pure volumetric attacks, uh, you know. Any any IP packet that has your target IP address as 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 the target, I can send anything and it'll go there. It's it can be a bare fin, it can be a push packet with no three way handshake on the front end, whatever. Just to shovel data down the pipe and consume the pipe. Uh, you know, when when your internet connection's clogged, there's not very much you can do on your side as a victim to mitigate that attack. It's it, you you got to kind of reach to a cloud scrubbing provider or a lot of our customers engage their ISPs for on-demand DDoS services uh, to, to to scrub this kind of traffic. Um, another thing that that we see them do is. D the the one that's really devastating is D can be DNS attacks, uh, things that are that called like called cash busting attacks. If you think about the way this works, is is pretty awesome. That it was it's it's exactly what the Dyne DNS attack was when Mariah attacked Dyne and three four maybe five years ago now I can't even remember, but uh, that day you know Dyne went down. Twitter.com was unresolvable and everyone freaked out. But the, the cash busting DNS 
is when I ask a, for uh, a certain domain, I can, I can randomize the hostname portion of the FQDN and say, what is abc123.domain.com? What is xyz.domain.com? What is 123.domain.com? And just generate, 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 generate these random hostname portions of the, of the DNS queries. The beauty of this is I can ask my own name server. I can ask 8.8.8.8. I don't have to send the attack packets directly to the victim network. I can just ask my own name server and, and put it in a script and it breaks all the DNS cache in the internet. If, if these requests comes fast, fast enough. So no DNS server in the world is any longer caching your legit www.domain.com because they've constantly been asked for xyz.domain.com and all these random names. The cache is busted. Now every single request has to come to your DNS server. And if a thousand millions of bots, you know, how many, however many bots in the world are asking these random names, it can cripple your DNS server, put a, put a big hurting on your DNS server and not allow it to answer legit DNS requests. That's a big one. And it's really, really hard to mitigate. Um, but yeah, uh, the, 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 the DDoS kind of severe attacks we see that are Booter services or DDoS for higher services have uh, testing mechanisms behind them. Like I, the thing that stinks is I, I can pay fifteen bucks basically for a three-hour DOS on a network, and on the other side they have to pay a grand to three grand per hour to mitigate the attack. Is uh, it, it's a horrible price point and and test. Uh, the, but but the 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 DDoS for higher services have connection tests in them. If my target is, I don't know, eight dot eight dot eight dot eight. Not that it would be, but if it was, uh, and the the DDoS ramp up services say, I'm going to try uh, send flood. If that doesn't, if if I can still access HTTP or DNS or whatever the service is on the IP that's in target, I'm going to go to the next phase of my attack, which might be a reflected NTP, uh, whatever, take the network offline, ramp it up, maybe volumetric now, maybe DNS cache busting. They just keep leveling up until one of their tactics works to take the thing offline and is a successful DDoS. And again, you know, it's really, really cheap for me to rent time on a DDoS like of as a higher service and can be very, very expensive on the victim's end to mitigate that attack, which really stinks. Yeah. It sounds like asymmetric warfare. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. But what was also interesting was the um, motivation behind some of these attacks because, uh, you know, typically in the past it's been, you know, ransom or hey, pay us and we'll DDoS you type of thing. But we also saw, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, from memory, some what I'd call politically motivated uh, attacks uh, where, you know, a perceived slight, uh, um, you know, somebody doing a negative mention on Twitter and are getting out of hand, all those kinds of ca causes were because, you know, right now the environment around the world is so politically charged, it caused a lot of bored people to start launching DDoS attacks based off perceived slights and political motivations rather than anything else, uh, which, we, which we have seen before, but it was uh, 
interesting to see happening again. It's it's horrible actually when you dip your eyeballs into some of the chatter on the dark web. Uh, there are there are horrible people in the world. We knew this, but seeing it is even worse. And um, just kind of like what Ray mentioned, um, some some attacks against um, manufacturers of some personal protective equipment. Uh, we, you know, based on, you know, sometimes we see different chatter about uh, extremist views uh in in the dark web and and some of those extremist views just cause people to do the easy thing which is like i i can spend 15 bucks and launch a ddos and and take action you know basically against my uh, against my my or for my feelings um so definitely some politically charged some kind of kooky folks that are out there that will just jump at the opportunity to do stuff that's nasty um yeah not not very good at all usually the motivation for doing stuff like this is you know there's usually money involved right it's it's uh you know and if they can't do uh, money then they'll cause damage and of of different kinds and doing a denial of service in lots of ways is so easy right because you know i'm thinking about this with email i mean you know most of email is actually spam right and it's so it's that's that's a that's a form of denial of service and we do have some tools to help but um you know you you want to uh you people you want to be able to have people look up your domain name well how do you do that right well you either host it yourself or you put it on cloudflare or one of these other services that might specializes in trying you know the I mean, they do some denial of service stuff. There's lots of other vendors and organizations that probably have some. Um, they have some ways to do that. But yeah, it's it's a tough thing to fight because you have to allow that traffic in because people are making these requests and and uh, and you know that you want them to get to your site and get there legitimately. But uh, obviously, there's uh, people with malicious intent that are also leveraging that openness and doing stuff, and it's a. Uh, it's a challenge. I, I can see why, you know, it's a, it's a, it, it, and also, you know, you're, you're talking about flooding people's uh, you know, bandwidth, right? If, if you're, you know, at, at a certain point, yeah, you can stop that at your perimeter, but ultimately once it's past your, your pipe, um, it's already in your pipe, right? It's already, it's already been there. So you can't really, you can't really stop that, right? It has to be stopped upstream, which is why people involve their ISPs and whatnot. Yeah. Things like, like, kind of like you were saying, right? Like, uh, stateless protocols uh icmp and udp and 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 for that end sin packets they're you know the sin is the first part of the three-way handshake but it's also stateless when it first starts i can say i'm ray i can say i'm ray's ip address and send a request to a dns root server from my my house the DNS root server would respond to Ray's IP because it's UDP and it's stateless. It, these, this is called DDoS reflection techniques, and it's it's exploiting what you were saying. You know, we have to allow the root servers to talk to us. We have to allow DNS in. Um, some of these things we just have to allow. We just can't turn off access to some of these things. So. Attackers find these ways to exploit these things, and and like these reflection attacks is are giant. Reflection and amplification is a giant vector where I can send 
uh, DNS any, for example, is a DNS, a, re a resource record in DNS so that I can send to a DNS server and it will tell me every single thing about that domain. Any TXT record, a record, quad a record, NS record, SOA record, anything TXT, I might have said, sorry, but anything that, that, as, that, that thing has, it can, it can barf back at me. So I send ANY as a, you know, any as a resource request and it, it can spew tons of data back. And since it's stateless, I can spoof it. I can say Ray asked for it. And all of that data goes back straight to Ray. So ICMP flooding the same way. Um, NTP, NTP has a lot of amplification vectors as well and on the protocol level. And UPnP is a giant one too, but all UDP, all stateless and very, very easy for me to reflect. Yeah, yeah, you can defend against it with a stateful firewall, right? Because you can say, well, I, I see this, but it's already in your pipe and it's already potentially, uh, you know, it, it's already potentially done its damage at that point, which is to keep you keep you offline or keep your internet connections slotted. And, you know, I know my son has seen these sorts of things because he, he plays uh, online games and these kinds of things happen all the time, right? It's, it's you know, some, some gamer gets, uh, you know, gets upset and, and, and involves one of these, uh, you know, I don't know, for, for higher outfits and is able to, you know, to basically knock somebody offline as a result of just, you know, again, just taking legitimate traffic and spoofing it and sending it to the, uh, to the victim and, and yeah, knocking them off the, you know, off the game. And that's, uh, and, you know, for, 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 you know, again, depends on the attacker, but that's, that's enough. Right. And, 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 and yeah, that's, and unfortunately, like there's nothing anybody can do about it really. I mean, yeah, you can do some mitigation and there's, you know, if you're, if you're hosting stuff, right. Yeah. You can potentially involve one of these, uh, you know, these outfits, or you can do some things with, uh, with DNS and, and, and whatnot to, to help help but at the end of the day if they figure out where you're really at um yeah and if you're and if you're allowing any sort of inbound access uh chances are they can probably figure out a way to uh to uh to do a denial of service and uh you know i mean look at brian krebs right i mean this this came out i don't know what was it, a couple of years ago i guess where you know and brian krebs does a does a great service to the internet now i i, I kind of joke sometimes he's the the ids of the internet right which is you know hopefully if if he's your only ids that's pre, that's probably a bad situation to be in but he is uh you know for for better or worse i mean he lets people know when things are when things are going sideways and you know somebody you know or, or several somebody's really had it in for him and and even the organizations that that are that are known for helping people with these issues had problems defending Brian Krebs. And so um, it's, it, it does happen right at a certain point. It's, you know, I mean, we talk about this and it's a, this is a volumetric attack, right? And, and volumetric attacks in general, right? You can talk about all the different attacks there. They are, uh, they're hard to defend against, right? The only, the only real mitigation in that case is more bandwidth. And, you know, there are limits to the amount of bandwidth you can have. Now, you know, there are, Denial of services that are a little bit easier to defend against. They're the kind of the low and slow, right? That, you know, the things that are protocol level where you can send something that, you know, something very small that causes a, you know, a barf or something that causes a, it causes some issues, right? You know, and there, and there are, there are things you can have on premise that help with that, right? And there are, there are mitigations you can deploy in those situations, but volumetric ones. And I, you know, at a, you know, it depends on what the volume is. At a certain point, right? You get enough people. You point enough people at a particular endpoint, and yeah, there's not much you can do about it. Back to that that equation, like fifteen bucks can cost a company three grand. Uh, you know, basically. I mean, I'm 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 simplifying it a lot there, but 
uh it's 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 so easy it's so you know for not a lot of money um to 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 do that uh it's 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 important you know one thing that ray and i and, and and our team talk talk to customers about while we're working with proactive customers uh, you know and 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 consulting them on on strate- strategy for security moving forward is is talk to your isp about the possibility of on-demand ddos scrubbing because is a lot of isps have it talk talk to some other vendors if you're in education or a medical place, you know, a provider. Uh, sometimes there's discounts and and grants and and other things that um, uh, we we you know you you can leverage. It, exactly to your point, though, if if the pipes flooded, we got to stop stuff coming in to the pipe north of the pipe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Checkmates Go. You can subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can also send us feedback via email at checkmates at checkpoint.com. Thanks for listening.